Welcome to the Yesteryear Chronicles, where we journey back in time to explore the historical events that shaped our world. I'm Adrian, and I'm here to share my love of history with you all. And I'm Becca, ready to bring some science and pop culture to the mix. We're your guides for this journey through time, and I have to say, Adrian, I wish we could bring some of our modern comforts with us, like a time-traveling Zoom call. A Zoom call that follows me throughout time. I think you may have defined purgatory, Becca. Today marks a significant milestone in the world of communication. It was on this day in 1844 that Samuel Morse sent the first telegraph message, What Hath God Wrought, from a committee room in the United States Capitol to his assistant, Alfred Vail, in Baltimore, Maryland. This message inaugurated a commercial telegraph line between Baltimore and Washington, D.C., and paved the way for the modern communication methods we use today. Wow, that's fascinating. Speaking of groundbreaking events, let's talk about the Judgment of Paris. On this very day in 1976, a blind wine-tasting event took place in France that would change the wine industry forever. The Judgment of Paris, as it was called, pitted California wines against the best French wines in a blind taste test. To everyone's surprise, the California wines won the top spots. This moment launched California as a worldwide force in the production of quality wine. Who would have thought that a blind taste test could have such a lasting impact? Incredible. Let's shift gears now and talk about a significant event in the world of journalism. On this day in 1958, United Press International was formed through a merger of the United Press and the International News Service. The goal of this merger was to create a more robust news agency that could compete with the Associated Press. This merger would go on to shape the world of journalism for years to come. That's quite a momentous occasion. Unfortunately, not all events that occur on this day are positive. On this day in 2022, a mass shooting occurred at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, resulting in the deaths of 21 people, including 19 children. It's a heartbreaking reminder of the importance of gun control and the need to prioritize the safety of our children in schools. Absolutely. It's a sobering reminder of the importance of taking action to prevent such tragedies from happening again. Today, we're diving into a significant moment in the history of Christianity, marked by the conversion of John Wesley. On May 24, 1738, Wesley attended a meeting on Aldersgate Street in London, where he had a spiritual experience that would change the course of his life and the history of Methodism. So, what happened at this meeting on Aldersgate Street? Wesley later described his experience as a warming of his heart, where he felt that he had trusted in Christ alone for his salvation. This moment was significant because Wesley had been struggling with doubts about his faith and his ability to live a holy life. His experience on Aldersgate Street was a turning point in his spiritual journey, and he would go on to preach and teach this message of salvation to others. That's fascinating. So what impact did Wesley's conversion have on the history of Methodism? Wesley's conversion was the catalyst for the Methodist movement, which would become a significant force in Christianity. He and his brother Charles would preach to thousands of people, often in the open air, bringing the message of salvation to the masses. Wesley's emphasis on personal holiness and social justice would also be a hallmark of his ministry, and these values would be carried on by the Methodist Church. It's interesting that Methodism has such a strong emphasis on social justice. Can you tell us more about that? Certainly. Wesley believed that faith should be reflected in a person's actions and that Christians had a responsibility to care for the poor and marginalized in society. He advocated for prison reform, the abolition of slavery, and other social causes. These values are still important to Methodists today, and the church continues to prioritize social justice work. 
It's incredible to think about the impact that one person's experience can have on the world. Do Methodists still celebrate Aldersgate Day today? Yes, Methodists around the world celebrate Aldersgate Day on May 24th each year. It's a reminder of the power of personal transformation and how one person's experience can have a lasting impact on the world. Many churches also hold a service on the preceding Sunday to mark the occasion. On May 24, 1999, the International Criminal Tribunal for the former Yugoslavia indicted Slobodan Milosevic and four others for war crimes and crimes against humanity committed in Kosovo. This is a dark day in history, but can you give us a little background on what led to this indictment? Absolutely. The conflict in Kosovo began in February 1998, when the Kosovo Liberation Army, an ethnic Albanian guerrilla group, began attacks against Serbian authorities. Serbia responded with brutal force, and the conflict escalated quickly. By early 1999, NATO intervened with airstrikes against Serbian targets, which ultimately led to the indictment of Milosevic and others by the International Criminal Tribunal for the former Yugoslavia. Wow, that's a complicated situation. Can you explain a little bit about what specifically Milosevic was indicted for? Milosevic was indicted for crimes against humanity, including murder, deportation, and persecution, as well as grave breaches of the Geneva Conventions, including willful killing, torture, and inhumane treatment. These charges were related to the ethnic cleansing campaigns that were conducted against ethnic Albanians in Kosovo. It's disturbing to hear about these atrocities. Was Milosevic brought to justice for these charges? Milosevic was eventually arrested and brought before the International Criminal Tribunal for the former Yugoslavia. He faced charges related to Kosovo, as well as other charges related to war crimes and crimes against humanity in Bosnia and Herzegovina and Croatia. The trial was long and complex, and Milosevic died before a verdict was reached. However, the trial and the indictment sent a strong message that those who commit war crimes and crimes against humanity will be held accountable. It's a beautiful day, and I'm excited to delve into some exciting topics in pop culture. Absolutely. And speaking of exciting, did you know that on this day in 1935, the first night game in Major League Baseball history was played in Cincinnati, Ohio? No way. That's amazing. I had no idea. Yep. And to make it even more exciting, the Cincinnati Reds beat the Philadelphia Phillies, too. One at Crosley Field. That's some impressive history right there. And speaking of history, it's also the anniversary of the first Eurovision Song Contest held in Lugano, Switzerland, in 1956. Ah, Eurovision, the world's greatest music festival. I'm sure many of our listeners are fans of the competition. Definitely. And on a different note, today is the birthday of the talented Kristen Scott Thomas. Born on this day in 1960, Kristen has starred in several critically acclaimed films. Absolutely. She's been a force to reckon with in the industry and has been a part of some iconic movies like The English Patient and Four Weddings and a Funeral. And let's not forget about John C. Riley, who was also born on this day, in 1965. He's an incredibly versatile actor who has starred in several popular movies like Chicago and Talladega Nights. That's right. Riley is a true chameleon and has shown his range in various roles. And that brings us to the end of today's episode of the Yesteryear Chronicles. We hope you enjoyed this trip down memory lane and learned something new about the past. Before we go, we want to acknowledge that today is Independence Day in Eritrea, celebrating their independence from Ethiopia in 1993. See you tomorrow for more Chronicles of Yesteryear.